We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And welcome back to the X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. Now, if you'd like to send me an email, it's the same email address that it has been for the last 30 years, X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com on all social media sites, X-Zone Radio TV. And uh, if you'd like to check out the many programs we have available 24-7, 365 on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Visit www.xzbn.net. And for the Exxon TV channel that is exclusive to Simul TV, visit www.simultv.com and in the search engine, type in Xzone and it'll bring you to our channel. Now you can either subscribe to the channel, watch live TV, or wa- take a look at the programming that we are going to be having as the TV guide displays. My guest this hour, Exonation, is a lady I've had the pleasure of having on the show before. Her name is Elena Lynn Lieberman, and we're going to be talking this hour about the Akashic Records. With steadfast commitment, our guest this hour, Elena Lieberman, has devoted 30 years inspiring others to realize inner growth through the transformational process of accessing the Akashic Records. Her sensitivity to internal spirit forces that shape all physical reality has afforded her widespread public notice. She has appeared on national and local broadcast media throughout North and South America, and Elena has personally taught and mentored several generations of teachers through her Akashic Records classes. Joining me now is Elena Lynn Lieberman, and Elena, welcome back to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you. It's so wonderful to be back and uh, to be able to talk with you. And uh, I thank you for every minute of it. Oh, gosh. Um, And thank you again for that beautiful New Year's greeting that you sent out. It really uh, shows how grateful that we all need to feel at this time. Well, uh, I thank you so much for that. And, you know, you yourself have done so much to make this reality better for so many people by the classes, by your lectures, by your media appearances. How did you get started on the crusade that you have been on for the past 30 years, inspiring others to realize inner growth? Uh, You know, it was, it's kind of a funny story. My husband Mm -hmm. originally took the class uh, from Mary Parker, who was my teacher. She's now passed away. And it was taught very differently. And so he came home and said, I don't know what's going on in this class. I'm not really sure what we're doing in this class, but I know you'll love it. Hmm. And so the next time Mary came around, I took the class. And uh, between the first and second day, I didn't really know what was happening, but there was a feeling 
of tremendous love. Right. Love was the, a love, a backdrop of love, mm-hmm. light, um, a new kind of feeling about it. Now, I had a lot of love in my childhood, but this was something different. This was something on another level. Mm. So that was tremendously inspiring to me. And between the first and second day, I came home and I said, this is for me. This is what I'm going to be doing. Because I wanted to share that feeling with other people. Um, and it was as if you had been on your journey and found where you were going right, right at that time. That's how it was for me. So do you think another it, funny story is that I, I walked up to Mary. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know her. I walked her. I walked up to her and I said, "Will you stay at our apartment the next time you come to teach a class?" And and she said in her southern way at the time, "Well, I believe I will." <laughs> and um, she did. And she stayed with us for a few days. Right. And then when she left my husband fell back into the big chair and I fell back in sitting on the couch. And he said, that was not a woman who was here. There was such a drop in the energy of the apartment when she walked out. So it was an amazing kind of, it was a mystical experience. And that set the tone for this journey over nearly 30 years that I've been um, moving into this, this state of consciousness, sharing it with people, um, and being open to inspire, uh, hopefully, many people to be their, their true self, their authentic self. Now, you wrote a book, The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation as Revealed Through the Akashic Records. And believe it or not, Elena, I... I I am sure there are people tonight who are joining us for the first time who have never heard of the Akashic Records. Can you explain to them what the Akashic Records are? Yes, I'm going to give some definitions about it. And I also want to say the book uh, mm-hmm. I wrote is was, in, was from the Akashic Records or inspired by them. It's not one of the books uh, that is actually about the Akashic Record. And it's... One of the things, uh, just before we talk about the true meaning of the records, um, is that over the long time that I've been doing this, we went from very few books to loads of books. So somehow from uh, the original teachings, and there are other lineages and schools, but a lot of them came from our original classes, and then they established their own way of doing things, which is fine. Uh, that's evolution. Um, so, actually, there is information out there, but let's start um, with one approach, which is that the Akashic Record is known as the recording of all existence in a subtle landscape of essence. Uh, essence would be, in this case, a divine signature or very, very refined energy. Akasha is Sanskrit for primary substance, that out of which all things are formed. And one of the original descriptions, which was put out by the Theosophical Society, appeared in the introduction to uh, the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ. And it described 
uh, the Akashic Record uh, as, by saying this, even in ether, anywhere in the cosmos registers an indelible impression in it. Now, I, we've done a little more research since then, and here are some interesting names uh, that we use in one of our um, advanced manuals. Primordial waters of space or chaos. These are what people have called it over the years. Mother of the visible universe, mm -hmm. the great deep and chaos, primordial substance from the unknown, so those are some of the names given to it. And for Akasha, some of the properties are sound, abstract nature, universal intelligence, ethers, non-manifest, and primary vibrations. So all of those things have been applied to the description. We often refer to the Book of Life in classical teachings right. and from the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. So and, is... Um, would the Akashic Records be the same book that that um, I, I remember as as a as a child being taught in Sunday school that when we pass on we go up to heaven and Saint Peter is at the Golden Gates and he has a book and he goes through mm -hmm. this book to see whether or not you are permitted to enter through the pearly gates. Would this be the same book in mm -hmm. in, in this metaphor? Um, yes. It, yes, it would be. Okay. Um, it has a certain shape or a certain form in mm -hmm. that, um, that it, it's referred to as everything that has transpired um, during your life. And if you take that, even symbolically, it's what consciousness, what are you ready for from your soul? W what level is, is your soul going to be... Uh, experiencing eternity or, or merging with eternity. So in that sense, it's very significant, and that is you're framing it in a, with a biblical reference. When we look at what's been said about it, we have a lot of scientific references now. Um, the mm -hmm. physicist Irvin Laszlo has called it the field of beingness. All right, Ellen, we're going to have to have a bit of a cliffhanger here because I do have to take my first break, so please stand by. Exonation, my guest this hour is Elena Lynn Lieberman, and we're talking about, amongst other things this hour, the Akashic Records, her website, www.dynamicmanifestation.com. This is the Exon. I am Rob McConnell. The X Chronicles newspaper, current edition, is always available with our compliments at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. Elena, Elena and I return on the other side of this break. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba -ba -ba -ba. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. 
Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Elena Lieberman is our very special guest. Her website is dynamicmanifestation.com. Uh, Elena, what is the origin, or what do we know about the very beginning of time when the Akashic Records were first written, and, and who started them? The Akashic Records that we work with mm-hmm. are basically coming from the soul level. So they, they, it is a recording of the soul's journey since inception. Uh, another older terminology is since, it le- since the soul left the Father's house. Right. That is also a biblical reference. So the, the entire journey of the soul is imprinted on all levels. Now, this brings up something interesting. When you look at St. Peter, quote, reading a book, right? what does that mean <laughs> on the cosmic mm. level? Because what we know is there's a holographic, everything all at once, so that when we're here great in this greatly reduced level, we are... We, get, we ask for permission to see that which we're allowed to see, and it's not necessary, uh, necessarily linear. It could come from, it could be received in different ways. So when we say reading, we think we're reading with our eyes. But suppose the person who receives sees a portrait, feels, um, senses, hears, because there are advanced masters of the Akashic Records working with that field. So information is given in many ways, and depending on the person, they're going to be receiving in uh, various ways to support themselves or another person who comes with them. So the Akashic Record, there's a sense that it has existed... Uh, almost infinitely long. Now, so as long as souls existed, it existed. All right. Now there are many people who today believe that life or spiritual existence is on many planes, many universes, multi-dimensional, multi-universal. Do all these lives of all these souls? Is all the information throughout existence or non-existence, is all this information maintained on the Akashic Records? Uh, it is maintained in the Akashic Records, and there, there are people who ask very metaphysical questions as mm-hmm. well as daily life questions. All of that is etched in a very fine a vibrational field. And I, I think looking at the refinement of the field is very important. Um, what also comes to mind 
is that it has been revealed, as far as human beings are concerned, that the vibrations to the subatomic level of the cells, so it's perceived as being inside, internal. When you enter that field, it's a transcendent field, so it also goes out to a larger field. So in and out becomes uh, somewhat of an illusion. We can experience by moving deep within, just like in certain meditation, but then we enter a, a broader field of vibration and waves. Now, actually, there have been experiments with this done by a variety of scientists where there is a frequency. It's one of great compassion and connection mm -hmm. that transcends through people, even though it's deeply contained within. Now, in, that's the field also of the Akashic Record. So it's possible... This brings up another idea here. What happens when a person comes for a consultation is that they have questions. It's the questions that focus the intention of where you're going to go in the field. You're going into their Akashic Record field, but everything is vibrationally etched, so you're allowed to receive in the way that you can. It's brought to you in a way that you can understand it. If some people need to see a book opening, I, I'm not one of them. I've never seen that. But if they need to see it that way to get this heartfelt um, insight, mm -hmm. uh, then they do. Well, what is the difference between a psychic reading and someone going to you for a consultation uh, using the Akashic Records? In the Akashic Record Consultation, we really tune into inner and spiritual development. Okay. Uh, it's very important. What is the... People come... They're asking about life purpose. Mm -hmm. um, they're asking about connection. If you could boil down all the questions and say, this is the theme. Right. It would be that they're asking for a connection to something that's sacred within that is more consistent. So it's they connect into uh, the sanctity of their lives and beyond that into a sense of divinity. Whatever divinity is for them, the questions will lead them there. So there's a, mm. an important sense here of ultimately returning home, returning to your spiritual home now. You can choose to do that now as you let go of certain things or gain insight. That's a very deeply held focus in the work that we do. We can be taught to create from light mm -hmm. instead of fear, for instance. We can focus on creating positively. So that's the focus. Um, what it in a psychic reading, not all psychic readings, but in a psychic reading, there's a concern very much about the story, what will happen um, next, what I right. can advise you to do or not do. And that's not really the ultimate focus of the Akashic Record. It, it's more about if you could look higher from the soul and see why these events are going on, 
what would that higher perspective be for you? So there's always this uh, deepening that's uh, happening and a sense of getting really connected and letting go of uh, an outer illusion of how things might be, to really move into a place that is more steady, that is much deeper, that is in in the core of the heart. Um, Deep connection, and deep connection usually to the divine or the one. Okay, now when people go for a psychic reading, they're actually looking forward or they're looking towards getting an answer that is based on future events. Now, can the Akashic Records also give the future events, even though the events haven't happened yet? The Akashic Record uh, does contain future potential. Mm-hmm. Um, the emphasis is not on prediction. The okay. emphasis is that we don't predict. Uh, we look at development. If, mm-hmm. if this is the pattern... Uh, this is what's happening, then this, we're shown what could develop, where the potential of the soul is as expressed through the personality. So it's, it's about a choice to let go of certain things or to move more deeply into something that's very positive for people. So the Akashic so Record not, reading uh, is much more logical than a psychic reading. Well, it it has a logic to it, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but actually, there it more is what's resonant in the heart. It's you go through the emotional layers of heart, and then there's a deeper place in your heart where you feel really connected to a truth. It's it's a very authentic, resonant place that you can turn to where there's reverence for your life a sacred place in the heart, a sense of returning. In that sense, it's, it's not only logic. Everything within you is lining up to this very deep spiritual level. So the depths of it are really important in a, an Akashic Record class or in a consultation. All right, stand by, Elena. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. And ExoNation, our guest this hour is Elena Lynn Lieberman, and her website is www.dynamicmanifestation.com. And Elena is also the author of The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation as Received Through the Akashic Records, in which she reveals through her loving mastery of spirit how you can actualize the divine force of your full potential. Once again, her website is www.dynamicmanifestation.com. Once again, the X Chronicles newspaper is available as always with our compliments at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. And for all the broadcast information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. I'm Rob McConnell. Ellen Lieberman and I will return on the other side of this break after the news here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. 
And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Away. Welcome back to the X-Zone. Our guest is Elena Lynn Lieberman. Her website is dynamicmanifestation.com. And since, uh, let me see here, uh, Elena has personally taught and mentored several generations of teachers through her Akashic Records classes. Since that time, a number of authors and institutes have developed from the early classes she taught throughout the United States, Argentina, and the Dutch Antilles, as well as Asia. Her clients range from Africa, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, and the American continents. As a trained vocalist and actress, she places great emphasis on centering in the creative power surging from the divine. Her true artistry lies in the awakening of others to the magnitude of the gifts held within the sanctity of the heart. Once again, www.dynamicmanifestation.com. Um, how long does it take for you to access the Akashic Records, and, and how do you do it, Elena? It's uh, a consultation mm-hmm. is anywhere from an hour to uh, two hours, usually. Some people, it'll be an hour, an hour and a half, and I have clients, particularly those who started with me some time ago, who have appointments that go on longer. In other words, it could be two, three hours for those individuals. Um, And we begin to move, they have questions, but the energy tends to move deeper and deeper. Um, we access through a sacred prayer method um, that was taught to my original teacher, uh, Mary Parker, mm-hmm. and I have kept that. We, we use that prayer. We're in that lineage, and we have kept the prayer intact. The prayer actually uh, is a vibrational key. The words fa- form the vibration that will connect um, into the consciousness of the Akashic Records, which is a very high consciousness. Um, And I want to read something that's very powerful that we have in one of our advanced manuals put out by uh, the... um, Limited Liability uh, Corporation, that I'm I'm one of the founding partners of it uh, from years ago. But this is, so it's copywritten, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a powerful piece. The Akashic Records are not about finding out what is wrong with us. They are not about fixing ourselves, or only used for clearing and uplifting. At their deepest level, they are to show us how connected to God we really are, how loved we really are, and how magnificent we really are. They assist in our return to our genius, our creativity, our living in the light, and our capacity to love, our strength, and our endurance. 
They show us our courage and our holiness. If we use the Akashic Records to only clear earthly issues without seeing and revealing to ourselves the balancing brilliance, then we have yet to go deeper. So we're striving, and that, that is something we are striving for, to ask the questions that will take us deeper into our, our purpose and our connection. And I was taught through Mary Parker that this was given to us during um, unsettling times so that we would have something steadfast to turn to, to get clarity, and through that clarity, feel even deeper support from the divine. So uh, that's something that I, I felt was really important to share. Now, what would, or, or what type of questions would somebody ask who seeks out you as the conveyor to the Akashic Records? The questions, um, in general, if they're heartfelt questions, mm -hmm. that will bring forward the richest information. If they're kind of testing questions, or actually if they're too intellectual with no feeling, like, tell me about a past life. That, that's not... That may, that may put them on the path of something of depth, because we're interested in the energy of it, not the story as much, right. but the energy. But we're, the substance is, where will that take you? Is it going to take you into an, to a, an ego position? Well, you know, I was Cleopatra in a past life, and so don't talk to me or something. That's not, that's not the purpose. The purpose is to really let it take, to take the thread of the truth and follow it into a place where it leads to deeper wisdom. So the spiritual wisdom, the, mm -hmm. the understanding in the heart is very important, as well as bringing greater harmony and to let go of those things that are not as harmonious and uplifting or adding depth and purpose into your life. So we're looking at positive qualities like character traits that are qualities that you're developing from the soul level and how we can cultivate that in a positive way or what the real talents are or sometimes things that seem like blockages underneath them there's a real talent that when the blockage or the judgment is lifted mm -hmm. then something very precious can be revealed so questions that deal with all of those things would be the best questions to ask. Now, uh, you talk about a spiritual or etheric template. What are these? Okay, so the etheric template mm -hmm. is something that I talked about in my book, uh, The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation, as received through the Akashic Records. Um, Basically, the etheric template is something like a map uh, that, that is inscribed all through the auric field and internally. You know, it's interesting when you look at pictures of, aura, of the human aura, it all looks like circles of color going outside the body. Mm -hmm. Well, that aura is inside of the body as well. It affects the inner as well as the outer. So the... the 
etheric template is a blueprint of the life that that person Mm -hmm. will live. And one of the things, simple things I mentioned in the book is if you want to see an etheric template, take a house plant, put it up against a beige or blue wall, and you actually will start to see the outline of the auric field. If a leaf is going to grow from that plant, you, you can actually see the projection of the template. You'll see it usually in blue. And that's where the leaf will grow. So it is the map of the life of that plant, that leaf growing. Likewise, if you cut a leaf, that etheric template will be up there for a while of the leaf. So the map of the life is not yet gone. It's still existing. The etheric template is built of vibration. Um, It's more dense than some of the finer frequencies because it's what appears right before physical, the third dimensional manifestation. So what we find is that if you shift your vibration and, and you do that through not only positive thinking, it's really feeling it um, and looking at what kind of mind are you holding producing certain thoughts. The thoughts are really almost the symptom of the quality of mind. So if you're angry all the time, what kind of mind are you working with? Then you have to look at that. You want to elevate elevate to produce an etheric template your your feelings thoughts attitudes can actually elevate and they elevate through praise through gratitude and through allowing grace to work with you um if you don't think that these vibrations are going on there's kind of a fun experiment a person can do you can ask another person to hold their hand close to your uh, head, your mind, like right in front of the forehead. And you play a little game and you start reading. You stop and start. Now you can help the person say, I'm now, I'm reading now. And see if the person can feel the brain waves coming out. Interesting. And then you can say, I'm stopping. But then try it without telling them. And you'll feel, it's, it feels like a tide a moving in and out as the person starts to think mm-hmm. or read. The reading is uh, denser than the thinking usually. It's usually easier if the person is, is actually reading. So you can tune yourself. Most people can do this. Now think of it this way. All of those vibrations uh, of feelings and thoughts are all going in and out of you and, and out into the world. And close to you is this etheric template that you can alter. All right, we've got to uh, take I our final to... break. Please stand by, Elena. And Exonation, if, okay. if you'd like to find out more about the um, the Akashic Records, if you'd like to find out more about Elena Lieberman or how you can get a copy of her book, The Principles of Dynamic Manifestation as Received Through the Akashic Records, visit her very interesting website at www.dynamicmanifestation.com. And uh, we'll both be back on the other side of this short break as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. I'm Rob McConnell. 
always send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Ellen Libraman is my guest of this hour. Her website is dynamicmanifestation.com. First of all, Elena, thank you so much for joining us tonight here on the Exona and for, you know, helping us better understand the Akashic Records. What is the main purpose of the Akashic Records? Are they just to chronicle our our spiritual life, or is there a is there another purpose for these records? One of the things that I've become aware of mm-hmm. um, overworking, by, by working with it for a long time is that there is an overlying field of energy or underlying, however you want to call it, there's a back, background of energy that opens when you contact the Akashic Records. It's very uplifting, just the quality. It's as if you're sitting in a sacred space. And we used to say um, that grace was given to mankind the same time as their ability to access the Akashic Records. I've come to experience that the field of grace, now grace being that you, you can give over that which is non-supportive, uh, that which is above your own creation, and open your heart mm-hmm. and receive of that unconditional loving energy from God that is called grace. And it can lift the burden, it can lift what you're holding and give you this unbelievably expansive experience or wisdom. An experience implies it might end. This type of wisdom does not end. It leads you to a path of truth. So when you have grace and you give over and you choose then to have the grace be your central reality and start creating from that wisdom. Now, working in the Akashic Records with that um, atmosphere, feeling, feels very much like asking for grace. There's very little difference in the feeling of it when you really work with it over a long period of time. And what it can actually give you then is a sense um, that there is this profound divinity working with you. There's an aspect of divinity that is there all the time working with you. You need only move into that awareness. You can open yourself. So you, prayers can come from the Akashic Record. Mm-hmm. Creativity comes from the Akashic Record. When we teach a class, we're, the purpose of the class is to identify when you're in that alignment. But other artists and healers and um, 
people who are creating prayers and ministers, Mm -hmm. they move in and out of the Akashic Records. It's mixed through different fields and um, their personal minds. But the, the Akashic Records are there. It's just a question of saying, I want to stay there for a while and know I'm there. That's what the class is about. All right, but if I understand so what it, can you if, gain? if I understand it, mm-hmm. the Akashic Records will only access your life, your experiences. So if you've made mistakes in the past, how will you be able to rectify these mistakes if you keep on making them and keep on making them and keep on making them? That's right. So... There, is, there are the Akashic records of all there is, mm-hmm. and there are the Akashic records of one's soul. And when you keep making mistakes over and over, you haven't completed it. And what the records can do, can show you when you access them, is they give you an opportunity to stop doing that and to choose what we call grace and, uh, in another languaging, to end karma or to complete if a person says, I know I make this mistake, right. I, I'm seeing it in the records, and do you want to let go of it? And we have prayers, they're basic prayers, but they're similar to prayers that appear in the religions mm-hmm. that ask to let go. I forgive and release. Right. I let go. If what I'm experiencing is not mine, may God have a shield around me. I let go of this thought, feeling, and you give it over. And what, even, as much as it holds you, what you find, and I, I wrote this in the book too, what you find is that the vastness of grace and that love is so much larger than anything you thought controlled your life. You also talk or about controlled your feelings. You also talk about declarations. Now, what are the benefits of this, and and what are these declarations? The declarations are bridging what you believe is your path inside, and you speak them. Why do you speak them, or what are we doing when we speak them? Mm-hmm. Um, a declaration is said out loud. Similar to, it's, it's based on the idea of creation. Um, if we look at the Old Testament, they were called divine utterances. There were a certain number of divine utterances creating a world. If we look at mantras, they're names of, uh, in certain faiths, they're names of God. Um, if we look at something called the sound current of the divine, it has a tone. So we're, we're creating a tone that is uplifting, and the tone has words. Um, And you portray a world that is very uplifted, and you speak it. And in the moments that you speak it, you're asked to say it with a sense of praise and gratitude, interwoven with it. And in the moments that you speak it, it's, it's as if you are living it. And by doing that, you are allowing the divine or, and the universe to work with you to start to create it. And it's created on all different levels, uh, way beyond what we, an individual can ask, actually create. So it's, it happens that you begin, it isn't only attraction. 
it's not only the law of attraction. It's also that you begin to match up with that vibration, much like a symphony or an orchestration. There are harmonics that you begin to play that create a much higher, fuller life for you that you are seeing, that you are feeling at that time would be the life Mm -hmm. that is truly who you are in the authentic self, in the soul self. So that soul self Mm -hmm. begins to unite with the personality. We've got about two minutes left. What what are your final thoughts, and what would you like to share with the Exxon Nation tonight? We know that gratitude, and people are, are, are keeping books of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is very important. It has a very high frequency. But to open your heart, to let the divine grace permeate and sanctify that inner temple that you have deep in your heart, that place that you can turn to, to know that you are deeply supported by the God of your understanding from within yourself and way beyond yourself. That is the goal that we're, we're looking at. That is the place that we can return to so we have direct support all the time, and nobody and nothing can take it from you. And that's, that, that is my blessing, that people find that in themselves and share it with the world. And may you be truly blessed and your journey be truly blessed from knowing that that home can be attained at any moment within you. It almost sounds as if this is a spiritual religion, Uh, it's, it's, I'm really glad that you brought that up. It's the intention that it's open to every person, mm-hmm. regardless of religion, right. uh, creed, race. Uh, we have people, believe me, I have clients from everywhere. They're very different in their beliefs. And uh, my teacher made a strong point of that, that it's not elite that no one should be excluded, and anyone who seeks to find that place in themselves uh, is welcome. Once again, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight, Elena. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. And Exonation, if you would like to find out more about our guest this hour, Elena Lieberman, visit her website at www.dynamicmanifestation.com. That's www.dynamicmanifestation.com dynamicmanifestation.com. Now, I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And we come to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Simul TV and our broadcast affiliates and networks around the world. Once again, if you'd like to send me an email, it's very simple, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away.